0: stars of track and field you are, the stars of track and field you
1: are, the stars of track and field are, beautiful people. Happy 2019, everybody, and welcome to the first Let's Run.com podcast of the year. I'm Let's Run.com co-founder Weldon Johnson, joined by fellow founder Robert Johnson, and the only man at Let's Run.com with a journalism degree, Jonathan Galt welcome guys
0: hey Weldon. happy 2019
2: hello everyone here shout out to all my people on the government shutdown as i'm there for you
1: oh thank you robert and before we get started guys you know this is the first episode of 2019 i'm gonna put you on the spot right now drum roll please who will commit to doing a podcast once a week in 2019 I mean, if you're in, room, well, then twice a month. Tw- all right, all right, Jonathan. There we go. That's the correct answer.
2: Uh, the podcast uh, as I was getting ready for this. I'm like, what is the point of this? I make no money, but it is an excuse for me to drink. I don't drink before a podcast. So. Gosh,
0: I'm drinking. A <laughs> so Dr. how many Pepper. how many beers deep are you right now, Robert?
2: It's too early. The sun's still out, and I've got to take care of the child at five thirty today. So I haven't. I have not done it today. I'm
0: having a Dr. Pepper,
1: which is supposedly there's a resolution before the texas legislature to make it the official soft drink of the state of texas you know the texas legislature deals with important stuff clearly
0: all right well i'm, I'm mean, running on tea in true englishman fashion just had a mug of tea out of my uh, brighton hove albion mug so i'm ready to go
1: thank you john we can talk soccer we can talk nfl patriots football later but first we've got a ton to talk about in the running world um today's podcast i are going to take a look at you know, 2019, the year as a whole in the track and field world. And and then also we've got this weekend, the first major event of the year in the U.S., the Chevron Houston Marathon, and perhaps really more importantly, the Aramco, Aramco Houston Half Marathon, which is absolutely loaded. And also in the podcast, for the first time, we're going to have letron.com user audio. And then, uh, you know, maybe a message board thread of the week. And, you know, I want to add some new features. So those of you listening... you got any ideas for the podcast in 2019, we're committing to try to do this regularly. You know, email us, um, tweet at us, give us some new ideas. But I think the place to start today's podcast is with this weekend's action. Um, On Sunday in Houston, the half marathon. If you're listening to this podcast, you know, after Sunday, um, you know, check the show notes. You can see we're going to talk about Houston first. I don't know, first 10, 20 minutes. So this weekend, you know, on the streets of Houston, It's now one of the, you know, it's one of the best half marathons in the world. There's no way around it. $20,000 for first place. It's, it's, it's one of the best, you know, and it's sort of, it's a great thing on the calendar now because it sort of starts the running world in the U S at least each year. And this year the race doesn't disappoint as well. We've got six sub 60 guys on the men's side and two sub 59 guys. And, And there's only been the sub 59 guys are Jamal Yimmer, who was a late addition to the field and beating karaoke, one of the best half marathoners ever. And, you know, there's only nine guys who have gone sub-59 in the last four years. So to have two in one field is a p- pretty good one. And then we've got Shura Katata, the Let's Run.com number two ranked marathoner in the world last year, who was runner-up in London and New York City. So those three guys are the headliners in the men's field, in addition to the three other guys who have gone sub-60. And the women's field's probably even better. you got... Fancy Chimatai, who ran sixty four fifty two. Yes, a woman ran sixty four fifty two last year. Actually, another one ran faster. That was one second off of the world record. Um, and then we've got the Berlin Marathon champ, Gladys Chirono, the Chicago Marathon champ, Bridget Kosky, and American Emily Sisson, Sisson, who could, you know, there's talk of her getting Molly Huddle's American record. And then we also have the American debut, of 2012 Olympic silver medalist Sally Kipiego, Fields are absolutely loaded in Houston. John, where should we begin?
0: Uh I want to start with the men really quick, just cause I think that you know three-way showdown between Kuroki Katata and um Jamal Yimma, who as you said, he's just a late ad. Uh I think that could be really, really good. And actually I was doing an interview for a story with Parker Stinson earlier this week. He's like, yeah man, I'm, I'm excited to see. like he does he knows he's not going to be up there with those guys, but he's excited to see what happens and he had run the Philly Half uh, last Fall in September um, and in that race Shira Katata ran 5916 and he basically just soloed it. He won it by several minutes. Um, Stinson was second and he was telling me just how brutal the conditions were that day. I checked out the humidity on weatherunderground.com for that day. It was 100% during the race. Now the temperatures were only in the 60s, but that's still you know, really tough stuff to run it in, and he did that solo. And then he comes to New York uh, two months later and runs two hundred six hundred one on that course, which is the third fastest time ever run in New York. So he's he was like, yeah, I, it's, Parker told me like I think this guy could maybe get the world record if the conditions are good in Houston. Uh, I, I'm not sure I'm going to be that optimistic, especially since the weather is going to be a little on the chilly side, and especially there's going to be some wind, but. I just think that showdown. I mean, Kuroki, is this guy's won the last two RAK half marathons, which is one of the world's most competitive races at any distance. Um, he's run fifty eight forty two. Jamal Yimmo has run fifty eight thirty three last year on that really fast Valencia course. So, just I, I think it's going to be a really great battle between those three guys, and I can't wait to see who wins.
1: Yeah, being a once a Texan, always a Texan. Um, but I'm now living in New York. And I don't know what I'm doing in New York this weekend and not being in Texas, but uh, let's just get get away the talk of a world record this weekend or super fast times. I really don't think it's going to happen. I think the weather is calling for, what, 70 degrees on Saturday night in Houston. And then, yeah, and then the next day it's going to be lows of like 35 And that means, you know, growing up in Texas, that means a huge front comes through. It's supposed to have really windy weather, 15 miles an hour. I mean, I guess there's a chance that doesn't happen and they mistime the wind. But usually, like, when those fronts roll through like that, it's pretty bad the next day.
2: Well, I think you're a little bit off on that. 70 degrees tomorrow in Texas and then 30s on Saturday. The race is on Sunday. So the longer we go, the better the forecast is getting. The latest I saw was maybe perhaps... I think the high wind would be 15 miles an hour on Saturday. The winds are going to be over 40 miles an hour.
1: Okay. Wow. First podcast, my first mistake. of Um, okay. So yeah, I, I like 40 miles an hour on Saturday. That's what I'm thinking. When those storms roll through like that, it's miserable the first day, second day. Okay. Maybe, you know, they're saying 15, if you can get under 10 miles an hour, you can see some fast times. And last year, I think it was last year. The, um, I guess we'll know it was two years ago. It was pretty warm, and Jordan Hesse still ran very fast. So people can run pretty decent times, but, you know, when it's windy, you really can't. I mean, the wind in your face is going to slow things down. I guess real quick. Let's talk about some of the American men in the the men's field. You know, a couple years ago, Leonard career won this race outright. That was the sort of hot and humid year, or hot, relatively speaking, for January. And, you know, he ran 61-something to win. You know, this year, there's no Leonard career. There's none of the sort of Kenyon, Scott Simmons guys leading the, the field. So what do you see in the in American men's field in this race? Well,
0: I think that my main point was I, I don't really know what to see. I think there are a bunch of guys who have run a couple of races, you know, pretty well in the past. But no one's coming in. Like, you know, I think when Korea came into that race a couple of years ago, he had won uh, – edinburgh cross-country race we kind of knew he was in shape to do something pretty special you don't really get that sense with any of these american guys i mean if you just go down the list i mean diego estrada he won the u.s half champs in houston back in 2015 but hasn't really done that much recently he's run 60 51 he's got the top pr among americans in this race luke Biscedra, you know he was running pretty well a couple years ago he's now out with mark roland um training in the oregon track club we don't really know what to expect from him he hasn't done anything that great recently. Aaron Braun, Shadrach B. Watt had a pretty good year last year. Uh, you know, he's third at the Boston Marathon, so obviously that's very good. But the the weather, you know, had a big impact on that result. I would say, um, and then top ten in New York. So you know, he's he's a solid runner. He's probably the best guy, most credentialed guy in this field. But you know, Noah Drotty, Fernando Cabada, Parker Stinson, Reed Fisher, who was fourth in the 10k USAs last year, Futsam Zinuslasi is a guy I'm pretty interested in to see what he can do. He's a very good cross country guy um at northern arizona he's now with the uh, northern arizona elite ben rosario's group um so he, he's he got a chance to do something and then i think i've seen a lot of message board talk about jim walmsley the ultra marathoner apparently he's going for the olympic trails qualifier in houston and people want to see how he's doing and I, I saw he was in sports illustrated actually this week they did one of those i always think these things are kind of silly they rank the top athletes in the world by how fit they are and they concluded saquon barkley was the the you know, the Giants running back, was the fittest athlete in the world, and they have Jim Walmsley up there, like a couple spots behind Elliot Kipchoge, and you know, we can debate that list, but he's someone that some people care about, and he's got a little bit of rec- name recognition, so you know, if he, see how he does mixing up against some of the, you know, actual half-marathoners, marathoners, so uh, yeah, that's sort of my take on the men's field. Scrolling down the list, there's a Bernard K. Legant
1: in the men's field from Kenya, but Unfortunately, that's not our Bernardo Got.
2: And of course, don't forget Weldon Karui of Kenya with a sixty one ten PB. But um yeah, the, the American man, I mean I think top American honors will be a nice little story, but these the top three guys in this field are absurd. I mean Yemmer, Machuria and Katata, I mean if they're all in form and the weather was great, it would be really something special. Um uh, I mean I was looking at Yemmer. For some reason, he also goes by Tola Shura, right, John? Is that the same guy?
0: No, that's Tola Shura Katata. That's the same person.
2: Yeah, sure. Sh- excuse me. Yeah, sh- Shura Katata also goes by Tola Shura. Yeah, the 59-16 all alone w- was impressive. But so I'm like, oh, there's no way he loses. But then when you look at Jamal Yimmer, I mean, he's only 22. And fifth in the world, fourth in the world half last year. 5th in the 10K at Worlds in 2017. Um, I mean, he just ran 58:33 when the world record was set in Valencia. So, I mean, that wasn't that long ago.
1: Well, Shura, Shura Katata or Shuratola. Tola. Well, need to have one name for 2019, you know? That's my hope. Because, like, some results database still show him as Shura Tola, but I feel like internationally he's now known as Shura Katata. He ran Houston last year in that beat. Yimmer, like, I think... I don't know if I had to pick someone to win. I think I'm going to go with Yimmer just because, I don't know, last year he ran 59 flat in his half marathon debut. Then he ran the 58-33 later in the year in Valencia. You don't know what a lot of these guys are doing in the, in the offseason. He showed last year, you know, first time out, he can run very well. The other thing is, uh, this is one, one thing I picked up from being in Ethiopia this past November for the great great Ethiopian run is – you know my general impression was i got that the ethiopians train harder in the summer i mean excuse me in the winter so you'll see more of those guys sort of doing well in january you know they all run the what is it the uh dubai marathon that sort of thing whereas the kenyans you never see them there so a lot of the kenyans i think take more of a break um sort of when the rainy season first hits the off season first hits and just supposedly the ethiopian way is to keep training more year-round so that's sort of a tidbit there the Women, women's side, I mean, the women's race, as we said, it might be even better. It's just amazing the, the amount of talent you can get when you throw some money out there. And Houston's done a just tremendous job the last few years. Up front, who's going to win? Which of the Kenyans? Fancy, Chimitech, Gladys, Troner or Bridget Coast guy? I think that it's between those three, right?
0: I don't know. You look at all of them; they've all got these big, great, great pretend. Sorry, great credentials. Like Rudy Aga, she ran 218 last year in the marathon. She won this race last year. I mean, I think any of them, if they have, you know, if they're in absolute peak half marathon shape, they're probably a threat to win. But the thing is, a lot of these women are going to be running spring marathons, so you don't know how far along they are in their training. And like you said, you know, some of the Ethiopians might be better prepared at this time of year. But like, I don't know. You you look at the PB, like Chemutai she's not a marathon runner to this point. I don't think she's run a marathon. I might be uh, just making that up, but I don't recall her seeing a, seeing a marathon time under her, under her name. And so I feel like those women who are more focused just on the half and like, this is the big event for them as opposed to one stepping stone towards the spring marathon. Those are the ones I think are really dangerous. And yeah, looking now she's never run a half marathon. She won the RAK half last year. Jim if She's, you know, she's, fit, you know, she's run sixty four fifty two, one second off the half off the world record. She would be my pick.
1: And Good I think I, I, did, I haven't even <laughs> mentioned, sorry, Mary Wasera. And she is a Houston course record, sixty-six twenty-nine. And at one point, that still may be the American US soil record. We've talked about this once before. Do you guys know who her ex husband was?
0: Oh, we did talk about this, didn't we? I feel like it yeah. was the last podcast we were on.
1: Yeah, somehow, I don't know. Oh, she came St- up uh,
0: Sammy Wanjiru. Sammy Wanjiru. Yeah, it's
1: crazy. She was married to the late Sammy Wanjiru, the, what, 2008 now Olympic champion in the marathon, also one of the greatest half marathoners ever. be really interesting, you know. It's, it's, it's been a decade, over a decade now. I, mean, I guess not since he died, but since his right. Olympic championship. Well, so.
2: so Somebody like Mary Sarah was, was fascinates me. I mean, she's 30 years old now. But she's never run a marathon. I mean, she, I mean, she's run 66.29 Houston in 2016, 66.50 last year for third. But that was her only half marathon that I see. So, you know, she was third at Falmouth last year, first in Utica. Like, there's so much more money in the marathon. Like, why wouldn't you do that? I, I just don't get it. it. It kind of blows my mind. But if, if we're going to make a prediction in this race, I'm going Bridget Coast guy. I mean, she's a 218 marathoner, but I know she's in shape. I mean, she's already already run. for 10,000. Well, I guess technically that was last year at the San Vista Valicana in Spain on December 31st. So now that's a way downhill course. I think if you look at the elevation gain, it's like 80 feet or something. I mean, I think I remember doing the math and it was like probably 30 seconds. Now it's very hilly. So if it was just the net drop, you you would, you know, that's like 30.20. So, I mean, I'd be shocked if she wasn't in 66 minute shape, but yeah, this should be a fantastic race. But uh, I think besides the win, the thing that I'm most sort of interested in as an American journalist is the debut of Sally Capiego. I mean, uh, Emily Sisson too, both of them, almost equal, I think. Emily Sisson, I mean, ever since Ray Tracy told me in Boston three or four years ago that she was made for the marathon, I've been eagerly anticipating her debut at the 26.2 mile distance. And apparently she's in great shape. There's been some talk of her going for the American record this weekend. I don't think the weather's going to allow that, but... She said she's going to be making a debut. We don't know where. So it's not going to be Boston because that field is out. So she must be in shape, motivated for her first marathon. What can she do? But then all of a sudden, sort of out of nowhere, Sally Kibiego, she became an American citizen in 2017, but she wasn't sure she was going to run for America. All of a sudden, you know, last year it kind of comes out, oh, wait, she is going to run for America. And no one's really talking about it. I mean, if you're one of these elites that's dreaming of the Olympic team, sorry, Sally's going to take one of your spots. That's over. So –
0: Whoa, whoa! What evidence do you have to say that, Robert, from the last two two and a half years?
2: Uh She has an Olympic silver medal on her resume. Am I? Do, I don't guarantee a
1: spot on the marathon team. I think if no. she wanted to run the ten k, you can pretty much lock it up.
0: I mean, I'm just saying she's 33. She's got an Olympic silver medal in the in the in the ten k, but. Again, this is like this is twenty nineteen Robert this isn't twenty twelve she hasn't raced she's raced once in the last two years, like clearly she has the talent, but she needs to show something she's run one marathon in her life like I can't just say I'm not just gonna give her a spot on the Olympic team because of something she did seven years ago.
2: well you act like you know one marathon you act like she walked it or something I mean correct me if I'm wrong John second place in New York two twenty eight oh one in twenty sixteen That's better than just about any American could do other than Shalene Flanagan. Desiree Linden, or maybe uh, Molly Huddle or, or Amy Craig. Now, oh, wow, that's four
1: people who can be named four control. people. Just yeah, good, oh, good idea. I, okay. Uh,
2: what I meant was, I meant for like the sub elite women, not the, we have what, with the big five or the big six, or what do we have before? How, how many studs do we have, John? You know what I'm talking about?
0: I think, about. I think probably five, but that's the thing. Okay. Those so are so the now she has to beat to make the team.
2: Okay. So now she's six. So all these people, like um, anyone in the hoka group, sorry. You're not making the team, the marathon. They weren't making it before. Well, I I, I like to root for the underdog. And then these people, because the trials are so far out, one of them can come back in the 10K and and take a spot there. So uh, let's go through the list. I mean, 2020 Olympic team. I think Shailene's not going to be running. I agree. So she's out. Desi, I think – I I don't care if she is running. I think Sally Kipiego is likely to beat Desi. So Kipiego – I'm saying he's better than uh, Desi Linden. Uh, who else do we have? We've got... Huddle, Hesse, uh, and
0: Craig. Molly, Huddle.
2: Hesse's injury-prone.
0: So, so, and Sally Kipiego isn't?
2: No, she gave birth, John. There's a difference. John, I like, think she has She gave birth
0: won. in July... Sorry, in July 2017. And has not... She's raced once since then. That was a long time ago, Robert. This is
2: mansplaining here from John.
1: Mansplaining. John. Thank God we're twins, man. I, think, I was thinking the exact same thing. As a
2: recently new father, I can tell you, John... I, i'm a, still amazed that 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 someone like gwen jorgensen can pop back in, into fitness like within a few months it can take a long time and i didn't even robert's
1: get birth. wife had a baby over a year ago and he's still a recent father people yes, yes. All, right, well, the, all
0: right injury prone was the wrong word but i'm just saying she hussé. again she hasn't shown anything recently if she runs well in houston all right like she's so back. she's obviously huddle, in the conversation but you know she has to show something
2: say huddle craig and who else Sisson.
0: That's those are the last three: Hesse, Huddle, and Craig.
2: Six. There's a big six plus Sisson is seven. Your 2020 Olympic team: by Robert Johnson, Sally Kipiego, Molly Huddle, and Amy Craig. Well, wait, wait. I love Sisson though. I'm saying Hesse is injured. I mean, Hesse's
0: she ran. Two, she ran. She's run. She ran 220 in October 2017. Like, I don't think we should just say right. If you're going to say Kipiego's on the team, why can't you say? Jordan, oh, I should,
2: team. I should, but there could be a well. I mean, that's the thing with with
1: women's marathoning in the U.S. It's so good right now. It's just there's so much to look forward to this year in the lead up to 2020 Olympic trials. Everyone in theory will get a shot at a spring marathon. And may, maybe not. People have been injured, obviously, like Jordan, say, and Showing Flanagan may never run one again. And then in the question in the fall is like, how deep? into the year do you want to run a marathon the trials are on leap day february 29th of 2020 so a lot of people may not want to run new york this cuts into your recovery a bit a lot of them may choose to run chicago instead new york you still have what all of november recover december january february you almost have four months
0: it, I, don't, I don't think many people will risk that though
1: yeah i agree with you i mean money talks i mean me- meb one year. What year was that? 20, 2000? Did it
0: in 2016. But the reason he did it was a, he already had a bunch of marathon teams and an Olympic medal under his belt. And B, he was good enough where he could, he was confident, you know, that he could beat everyone else out. And he did, he got second in that race. So
2: I mean, Rob could do it and make the, Rob could, Rob could right? definitely do it. Nobody if you else want to run could New, be York. Running New York, if they're hoping to make a game
1: actually, wow. If Galen rep runs New York falling in the steps of his coach and mentor. Um, Alberto Salazar and reps head and shoulders, but better than everybody else. He's the one guy who could do it and, you know, not be in his A game, still make the Olympic team. Anyone have any more parting sh- thoughts on Houston? I think we should now turn to officially addressing 2019. We sort of kicked this off with some of the talk of the women's marathoning, but unless somebody's got any final parting thoughts, let's make the switch.
2: Yes, yeah, play I, on. I was hoping to do 10 minutes on Houston. Instead, said we did it almost 25. Yes, I do have a question for you. Do you guys know who Bernard Nagano is?
0: He's running the Houston half marathon. It's 59 5920 something guy, I think. 59-22.
2: Exactly. Not exactly a household name. He's the winner of the Swamp Stomp Half Marathon in Chesapeake, Virginia last year in 6228. But John has spoiled the has given out the spoiler alert. Um he has run 59-22 in Valencia. So he'd be the American record holder. So he's like the fourth fastest guy in Houston. It just shows you how talented, there's so many talented guys from Africa and that are just so much better than the American-born runners. It's, it's just amazing. I mean, there's six women in the Houston field or seven that are fast, significantly faster than the American women's record. And American women are doing pretty well at like the marathon distance, whereas the American men, other than Rop are like not doing well. So... You know, I, I know Weldon likes to harp on how poorly the American men are doing. So let's move on to 2019 and talk. Yeah, about- that is.
1: I mean, that is sort of interesting, right? We're like, oh, the American women are doing so well. But in this field, would you say there's six women better than the American record? Um,
0: Billy Huddle set the American record last year and finished seventh. That's a fact.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just pretty crazy. And I want to harp on how bad the men are. But Interesting. But, you know, the men just aren't doing yes. it at and, all internationally uh, in the marathon. Um, an elite,
2: elite men, and, we we, we want to make full disclosure. Neither Weldon, Jonathan, or myself are we're nearly as fast as you are. we never ran 214 in the marathon. We're not saying that. We're just saying we're, we're objectively stating it's not great. Weldon is always... Yeah, I don't want to turn North into world. one of these,
1: like... Every three you know, months, ask, Weldon
2: like, starts a thread and lets run about what can we do as Americans. We need better genetics. We're doing the right thing by taking the citizenship of Leonard Careers and the Sally Capiegos and the Bernard Legats. um, You know, well, it's like Japan is doing so well. I'm like, yeah, but Japan sucks at the 1500 and the 5,000. It's not just a training thing. It's a genetic thing. I mean, I know Rupp's an exception to that. So maybe. What about Ryan Hall?
1: What
2: about the Robertson uh, Robertson
1: brothers? What about the uh, Robertson brothers? What about these other guys? Compare now versus 1983 or something. Well, worse. Well,
2: worse. I, 206 flights not genetics. 206 flight is, is the plus or minus 20 seconds is the limit for the European advanced. That's ridiculous. I mean
0: I mean Rob's already run two. Oh sorry, he's run two or like, Moen ran, ran two oh five forty eight. So I said that's plus the, Gayle, or minus twenty seconds. Yeah.
1: Ryan yeah. Hall ran two oh four something. With a, uh, with a
2: tornado. I mean if you if you <laughs> give me a win behind my back, what, I do Japanese
1: Anyways, what, dudes are running two oh five. They are. There is so, some interesting things, well, right? join the like,
2: NLP. Yeah, I mean, jack your guy gen- guy and go see Dr. Brown. Perhaps, whoa, whoa, Robert.
0: <laughs> this is just like, come on. I mean, I mean John, he's got some points. Yeah, i um, uh, you know, I feel like Asako, we don't really have any evidence to suggest that it's happened to him, but uh, I know there are allegations against the Nike Oregon project. I
1: mean, the there, there, here's a few right sort of crazy, interesting things, right? That's going to one of my predictions. Let's the start, 2019. Men. This is be Let's so start with
0: 2019. More... Let's start with the
1: subject matter. Will an American men break break 210 of the marathon this year?
0: No. Oh, sorry. Well, Rupp will. If Rupp runs a full marathon, he will. Otherwise, no.
1: Uh, of Did course a bunch not. bunch you guys I mean, go to Houston, you don't think one of them can do it? What if like Leonard career moves up to the marathon? Oh, John, thank you. Leonard, out, I was
2: going to say yes, definitely. If Leonard career runs a marathon, if not, no way. And by the way, why hasn't Leonard career run a marathon? You can make so much more money now that Meb's gone and the, there's so much money to be made as the top American in all these races. Winner career, folks, he's broken 60 in a half marathon. He's a guaranteed 208 guy. With Everybody else born in this country running 212, 214, I mean, tons and tons of money. I, I would not, with as loaded as the 10000 is, I, I would give up on the 10000 if I would and start Winter's running Winner's still American in the money. Army, right? You can't take appearance money. Oh, you can't?
0: No, not if you're still part of the WCAP.
2: Wow, that's why he's not in the marathon. I mean, the moment that ends, he's going to the marathon. <laughs> I mean, it makes oh, sense. Oh, I didn't know that.
0: When John,
2: is that did you talk happen? to
1: Scott Simmons this week? Did he mention anything why Leonard wasn't running
2: the half?
0: I didn't ask him about why he wasn't running the half. He said all his guys are running, well, uh, sorry, all of his guys are running uh, the U.S. cross-country champs, apart from, I think, Chelimo and Kiribala Rasa. So that's Lennon's focus right now.
1: Yes, I'm so glad to hear that. And I think we can talk about that in a second, but... The World Cross Country Championships are okay. Keep the, race. I'm the questions. To the, most. the
0: questions we
2: have for for twenty nineteen predictions are amazing.
1: But you know, yeah, like uh, this, we're talking about sub two ten, and our hope is on a guy who hasn't run the marathon yet to do it, unless Galen Rupp runs it. Um, and just even where the American men are, you know, this year, uh, I want you guys to name me the top American last year in Houston in the half marathon.
0: Three. Was two. it uh, Bernard Lagarde? It's my guess.
1: No, I think it was Sam Chilinga.
0: Who is retired from the sport. Who retired. like To join the army.
1: To join the army full-time. So it's kind of interesting, right? With some of these army guys who are doing really well, leaving the army to go run professionally. And Chillingo was the best in America last year. And he's, I guess he just sort of decided, like, I'm never going to be truly world, world, world-class. Or maybe just want to shift his priorities. So, I mean, I commend him because your running career is very short. He probably had a couple more years left. But, you know, he can make a career out of the army. So... Some of these guys leaving the Army, it's, I find it sort of interesting because it is, you know, a career, very good retirement, very good. It's all relative, but good benefits, that sort of thing. Um, a, lot, a lot of the benefits of being in the Army are sort of the long-term things, not not what you get out of short term. That's sort of a, I don't know, just interesting thing I, I saw looking at the, at the results. Robert, will an American man go sub 210 this year?
2: Not named Galen Rupp, no, unless it's unless Leonard Career makes his debut. But I don't think he is. So, although Leonard Career, think about it this way: he might be tempted to run New York because there'll be no Americans to all be getting ready for the. But he wouldn't break breaking two ten in New York. That's one reason why Americans don't break New York two ten. Also, is they could do it on like downhill courses like Cal, whatever it's called. uh,
1: no, but how about yeah, a legitimate yeah, yeah. course? They, they we, it's, we, people people throw out that argument. Well, oh, the problem is New they York run and Boston and New York. Every York year, which every is year. true. What about Chicago? Chicago is flat. It's very fast, well, and no one's breaking two ten there. Either. So,
2: when a career could break it, Rob could break it. But I don't think they're going to run either of a marathon. So the answer is no. Okay. Will
1: Eli Kipchoge lose a marathon in 2019?
0: No. I mean, the the answer is just, you can't, I, I think at this point, it's just foolish to bet against him until he gives us a reason to, and he ran, the guy ran 201 in his last marathon. So I'm not betting against him.
2: That's a good point. I'm like, he's getting kind of old. Wait a minute. He just ran the t- 201. So answer correct by John. He's only 34. He, but his, I don't think anyone, I mean, I guess he's almost what, two minutes faster than everybody else, but in history, I don't. His consistency is so much better than anyone else in history. People are not realizing we, we need to write a piece on that. I mean, he's like. We have. And then you
1: probably, probably run like six races since then. <laughs> yeah. And, well, and is, run 201. No. Oh, two oh wait, wait, wait. What's the record?
0: 20139. Oh, one, world oh
1: record. Oh, my gosh. I like a yeah, moment. I got a little wide headed there. I was like.
2: Don't worry, I, folks. I didn't want to say it (laughs) standing by my prediction that we're not seeing this up to until at least until I retire, which would be 20 years. Keep moving on. All
1: right. Will an American win a gold medal in a mid D or distance event at the world championships?
2: Okay. John came up with this question and when he put it, we have a Google doc. We kind of see the question. When I first saw it, I thought this has got to be the dumbest question I've seen in a long time. Like, uh, John. My thought initially was, will we win a medal, gold medal? I guess I'm still jaded from the when I came into the sport in the late '90s, early 2000s when America sucked. But gold medal, I was thinking, of course not. John, tell me how I could be wrong.
0: Well, first of all, they they won a gold medal at the 2017 Worlds, Emma Coburn. They won a gold medal at the 2016 Olympics, Matthew Centrowitz. And the other thing is, they like, will they win a medal, Robert? They're obviously going to win a medal, like do you realize the 2017 the 2016 olympics the u.s won five medals in the mid-distance distance distance events and then sorry they won seven medals seven medals i'm totally short changing them and move forward 2017 world championships how many did they win they won seven again all right so seven
2: in 2017
0: yeah rj wilson jennifer simpson amy craig that's three Emma Coburn, that's four. Courtney Frerichs, that's five. Evan Jager, that's six. Paul Chalimo, seven medals. So the idea that they're not going to get any medals in Doha, I think that's ridiculous. Like, look, you've got RJ Wilson still running well, Like, especially if the hyper-androgenism rules hold up. I expect she will get a medal in the 800 meters. I think Shelby Hillihan has a very good chance to medal in the 1500 meters. I think Coburn or Frerichs, one of them will probably medal in the steeple. I think... Murphy's got a chance to medal in the 800. Jaga Chalimo; those guys both have good chances to medal. The one the, of the, the, the idea that we won't we get a, a single Citra, medal right? at these championships. And Centuritz, I mean, well, you know, if he returns to form, he's obviously a fantastic trans tactical runner. You know, he he certainly uh, still has a shot to medal as well. So, are we going to get a medal? Yes. Are we going to get a good, That's why I asked. Are we going to get a gold? And oof, I mean, that that is tough. You know, it, they're really hard to get. But I think out of that group, I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say one of those people gets a gold medal. I think it could be. I think especially you know the 800, the women's 800. I think is really key because if Semenya and the other women who are believed to be hyperandrogynous aren't allowed to run, which is what the IAF rule says right now, they haven't. You know that has to be uh, arbitrated. But if they, if that rule is uh, upheld and they're not allowed to run. Uh, I think Wilson becomes the red-hot red hot favorite in that event.
2: Okay, your answer is incorrect. We are not winning a gold, but I'm convinced now that we're winning a medal. Seven, I'm an idiot, yes. And I've gone through it, actually. I've done some research, so... We're definitely winning a medal, but no gold. I mean, first of all, in this PC culture world that we live in, this this rule against Castro Semenya, unfortunately, is going to be tossed. So she'll be winning the gold. And even if she wasn't thrown out... I'm not sure is going to win it. I think she's the next best person, but then she has to run from, she likes to run from the front. And is she good enough to win from the front? Like Rudisha? that can be hard to do, but we're definitely going to win a medal. I think in the 800 women's 800 is I, I've ranked the events on the women's side. as most likely to win a medal to least likely 800 stable, 1500, 5,000. Um, no chance in the 10,000 and, or marathon. I don't think his Craig's not going to do it. So, Eight hundred. We had four of the top ten women in the world last year. I mean, Charlene Lipsy was tenth in the world at one fifty eight oh six. So uh, although with the hyper-androgenism, if they're all in there,
0: two of those medals are spoken for. Nian Saber and you know, Semenya have medaled the last two years. Yeah, no one's not, been. It's not, not mean, a
2: guarantee, but I still think Ag could probably get a medal.
1: Yeah, Staple, when, yeah, w- I agree with when that. When John first threw it out there, gold medal, I just was like, gold medal, like no way. Yeah. Like, that's just sort of my initial thing, and then I went through it. And I'm like, Ajay Wilson with the hyperandrogenism. Androgynism rules; they're tossed or enforced, I guess. Um, yeah, she's your favorite for the gold medal. I mean, her prospects just change overnight. You look at her differently. I mean, she right? She wasn't even one of the medalists last time, and now she, she's. Yes, like she was. A, she
0: got the bronze
1: in London. Um, oh, so, London's right. I mean, um, just, but so yeah, but otherwise, like you know, individually, each of the s- seven people, I wouldn't put any of them at over, except for Ajay or maybe uh, Jager as well 50 yes. percent to get a medal no, so and that's who has that medal before so of the past medalist oh okay. i would say most of them individually are not likely to medal except for jagger except for wilson yeah.
2: greater than 50 percent chance i'd say aj and jagger others have a chance i mean I, I think i i would think one of the steepers. i mean 844 chip ran the world record but only one other woman broke nine so at nine flat i think uh Bryrichs was third in the world. So we, we had two of the top six in the world in the steeple. In the 5,000, no way of the women meddling. And we have six women in the world, broke. 14, I, I'm 30. just
0: going to. Oh, actually, sorry. The double, the 15-5 double isn't done. Shelby we ran it with seventh in the world at
2: 1434, but she isn't meddling. The, the men, I, Jager's obviously the best bet in the steeple. I think he should meddle. Then I said Murphy's the next best bet. He was number three in the world last year. Isaiah Harris was the next best American at 16th in the world at 144.42. So Murphy can medal. I then put the 5,000 as our next best bet on the men's side. Over the 1,500. What do you guys think about that? I I said the 5,000. I know Paul Truman was only sixth in the world last year, but at 1,257. And some guy ran, what, 1,243? So he's way back. But the good news is, guys, sixth in the world. All five of the guys ahead of him, guess what country they're from? Ethiopia. So they can only enter, what? Four of them. Oh, they get four. And there's that new Zacayo dude from Kenya who's like 16, who's pretty sick.
0: I think Ch- Chilimo's medal. Look, you can't just forget. Well, I, didn't I-, that I know that those diamond league results. Be- Chelimo has medaled the last two championships. He's good in the slower races. I think yeah, he I has think a he's fine the- chance. Who's got
2: a whose odds are higher meddling? Chalimo or Matthew Centrowitz? Oh. I say about the same.
0: Yeah. I mean, Centro I mean in the
2: 1500 yeah.
0: I mean, pretty, it pretty much. Central needs to stay healthy. That's the big thing. If Centro is healthy, Manigoy, he's by great chance. You have
2: Managoy and Chariot. You know, Central was the ninth fastest man in the world last year. In my mind, though, look, you've got Maningoy and Chariot. they're better than everybody else. And then you've got the Ingrid Burkson brothers. And then the problem is you've got Samuel Tefera. If he gets it right, you've got three studs from Africa that are going to take the medals, Chariot, Maningoy, and Tefera. The problem is or the good news for Americans is. Ethiopia really has no history in the men's 1500, and I'm not convinced this kid who couldn't even medal in the—he won world indoors, right? But he did he medal?
0: Did he didn't even medal at well juniors? I thought yeah, Robert, so, the idea that you're saying if he gets it right, Central can't medal. I just think that's absurd. What has he done? He's run 331. Centro's run the t- 330. Depends depends the, run race, 330.
1: Right? the beauty of the 1500 wow. is usually it's not it's not that fast, and the American right. has a better chance in a not fast race. Five thousand, even at the world, sort of same thing, right? Like. I think we'd all be very bullish on chilimo's chances, except for one race last year, right? Brussels. I mean, the five thousand of Brussels last year, Selman Brega, twelve forty three, Hagos Gibraltar, twelve forty five, and the guy who made the race, Yomif Kajoka twelve forty six. You know. Oh, and then like there's Paul Cholimo back in six. Looks like you know, looking like a high schooler racing pros. I mean, it was crazy. It was just PR. He ran twelve fifty seven. It was just like I, I think Cholimo's gonna a hundred meters behind it. almost. I mean, does it was the just opens, crazy, but it changed run how, in, we view, view the, how we view the event and sort of how we view Chalimo. So the I think the those s- guys will think like, hey, we make it super fast. Can he hang? But how are you going to have a sub 13 race without rabbits?
0: Yeah. Who's going to do it? I don't think. Why would Kajelcha do that in the world championship final? He's the guy who made the race, but he also has a very good kick. He's won the last two world indoor titles. He's Bingo. not going to be going out there towing along Salomon Berega so that they can get an <laughs> Ethiopian one, two. He's going to be in it for himself. Cancel to be. just
2: beat Clayton Murphy at 1,000. His wheels are so sick. How does he lose a race, a championship race? I don't see how he does. That is pretty crazy
1: him. that he beat Murphy's it's best man who would think might be 1,000. And,
2: and, and I, I think actually one thing to think about Chalimo is think about it. These Ethiopians, they're going to be trying to make money on the Diamond League circuit. They're going to be hitting that hard. They're going to have the Diamond League final. I mean, World is so late in the year. They're going to be trying to make the Ethiopian team. You know, and Ethiopia generally picks team, but who's the fastest? So those guys might be burned out by the time World World's World That's a good point, Robert. So I'm going to limo metal. So I'm not as negative as I thought about it, but it, you know, who knows? It, it fascinates me that the only good, well, now there's a, a good young Kenyan in Zikaio, but the only good Kenyans at the 5,000 are ones that don't live in that country. Like Lagat was pretty good at it. Chalimo. The
1: world's this year are from September 28th to October 6th in Doha. That's crazy. Super late in the year. They have never been that late before. And the last Diamond League meet of the year is late, later than it's been in Brussels, September sixth. So you then will have a what is that three-week break until the world start. So
2: it's going work well for the open. You hit the season hard trendy. and you get a little, a little. You know, track bands, we're gonna have
1: no complaints this year. Diamond League kicks off in right. May. They've actually shifted some meets earlier in the year, like Stockholm now is in May. Used to be <laughs> summer yes. meet, but we got May through September. The Diamond League, the U.S. You'll have the U.S. champs in the middle. And then we can sort of take a break, you know. It'll be during U.S. football season, but World Championships September. So then that that'll be like the week after. Will be Berlin Marathon. Oh, it's going to be great. I think all of our loyal visitors.
0: No, the Berlin Marathon's during the World Championships. It's the first Sunday of Worlds. Is the Berlin Marathon? Wow.
2: Oh yeah, it's in September. That's I'll right. Have to fly, I'll have to fly out from Doha. What is the flight time from Doha to? Oh, we got to do. We got to do both those. This is
1: going to be mm-hmm. a record year for, on Let's Run. And then, uh, and then guess I'm
0: what? Should, we need to start having sponsors for our podcast. Week off the world's ends is the Chicago Marathon. So it's going to be very, very busy in the running world that, that uh, two weeks. Hopefully, some
2: expansion. Americans run it, though. That's the problem with the trials. All right. Keep asking our questions, Weldon. I don't have a lot more time. All right. First, no, we need, I need to plug some sponsors
1: Floyds of Leadville, You guys want to uh, save on CBD products? You know, Floyd Landis, the cycling guy, it's like the rage now. You should check it out. Go to Floydsofleadville.com. Use code Let's Run Ten and get ten percent off. And also another advertiser this month on Let's Run, NormaTech. It's like this cool air massage thing. Norma NormaTech. N O R M A T E C. Check them out as well. Uh,
2: I'm um, not a- I have nothing to do with the business side of what's run, but I listen to a lot of sports radio. I listen to the Colin Cowherd show. It's also on iHeartRadio. Radio. Well, then I think you're supposed to like bring out the sponsors like right when the show starts, like not wait till, till yeah, like 36 minutes or something.
1: I can voice them over, you know, a oh, 43.50. There's, but you know, normal tech stuff here. If, if you become a lifelong subscriber of CBD products from Floyd's, we're nope. good to go. CBD yeah, products. Like, you, you
0: know, here's the, ki- here's the thing, Robert. The I mean, start of the CB- podcast, everyone's expecting you to read the ads. They're going to fast forward. We just transitioned smoothly in and out of an ad I'm read done. right there. Now, and everyone's, I guarantee you, no one fast forwarded it through it because they I'm not know not really very, coming.
2: I don't think woke is the right word, but I'm not really hip, I guess. Like CBD products, like that's. You're, like, you're neither. <laughs> that's like uh, <laughs> basically marijuana, right? Like it's kind of like legal marijuana. Or? CBD comes from like
1: the same plant and like. It, some CBD can have THC, which is like the active ingredient in marijuana. Some of the CBD can, cannot have THC. And so there's all these sort of things on there. Floyd's products have both, you know, you can get both things. Like I see it all the time. Wasn't there something about some NFL guy, John now? And like, he's put, he's on the CBD and he says it helped with his recovery and all this stuff.
0: I'm sure um, there is. Yeah. I well, mean, R- but, Ricky Williams you was always him, like, saying his praises. Meal or
2: babysit a child. Or is it like something you need to do like on the weekend when you're No,
1: no, like, like when I talk to Floyd, like he's like, I'm not a big stoner. Like he smokes marijuana at times, but like he's like, he doesn't like to get high every day. Like that's why they have the non THC products as well. I need to check it out. He gave me a bunch of stuff, and I I need to, you know, I want to see it. Can we take it for the next
2: podcast? And people can we can say, hey, are we going to be more creative?
1: Supposed to like knock you out, but I will. Maybe I'll take some CBD products. I mean, some of I them mean, are like massage oils. There's a lot of different things you can have. Maybe I'll be more, more creative. Used for anti-inflammatories.
2: Um, maybe I should ship Folks, it to you. If I come up with some brilliant ideas in podcast, it's become the next podcast, let's on the Floyd's line of Leadville products.
1: Okay, let's keep going on here. Will Jacob Ingramson medal in 1500 at Worlds?
0: We know I how mean, no he's no a, we to He's all all 18 years, years old, now.
1: by the way, first of all. I guess he might be 18 by Worlds. Yeah, yeah he's, he's 18.
0: Actually, I think he turns... 19 yeah he'll turn 19 before worlds because his birthday is on september 19th so uh still be a teenager
2: we know this but. is going to go john's going to say yes and i'm going to have white guilt and say white people suck and say no
0: no i wasn't going to say yes i, I mean know. the reason the reason is very simple like only three guys medal Brickson, there were two guys who were clearly better than everyone else last year that was man and and cherry they were also the medalists in 2017 I mean, you've got to say that those two are probably favorites, and the odds, there's just too many other good guys. Like Inge Brickson's very, very good. If he improves a little bit more, he's definitely got a shot to medal. But if I'm going to say, if I at gunpoint, if I had to pick one option or the other, math logically says uh, he's not going to medal. So, you know, the chances are against him. So I'm saying no.
2: Okay. Here's the better question then Will he medal? Because I don't think his brother gets enough love. His brother medaled Philip medal last time. True or false? True. And he smoked. Jacob at Monaco last year probably would have won Europeans if he hadn't gotten hurt. So who has a better chance of meddling in the world? world, Jacob or Philip?
0: Yeah, I'm going to say Philip for the same reason. He meddled in 2017 and he wasn't fully healthy last year. That's why he didn't run uh, run well at Euros, but I think he needs to reach a ceiling, whereas Jacob might have a better Jacob's ceiling could even Uh, even be higher than Philip's. It it feels like
2: the dad even feels like Jacob's ceiling is higher, but I don't know. It's interesting to me. I always like to play devil's advocate and think outside the box. And just because Philip is so good at this age doesn't mean that he's necessarily going to be, you know, improving, improving, improving and be some world beater at 25. He may have just hit his peak earlier because he's, you know, training at a much higher level than most 16, 17 year olds. So I I agree with you, John. I say Philip's got a slightly better chance. I don't think Jacob's going to meddle, but he could.
0: Then we're in agreement.
1: Yeah, I think I'm in agreement with that as well. Okay, this one's easy for me. What event are you most excited about outside of the World Champs? You know, that's too easy to pick some event at Worlds. Outside of World Track Championships, what are you most looking forward to in 2019?
2: The Super Bowl of Running, folks. I call them London Marathon, the Super Bowl of Marathons. That's my new term. But the Super Bowl of Running, folks, is obvious. The race that, to me, is why Canadian Big is the greatest distance runner in history and when Mo Fair to- cannot even. Like claim to that, world, cross-country. It's only a biannual, biannual affair now. It's going to be in Denmark, folks. It's in Europe. It's in, what, the end of March. There's no excuses. It's going to be an amazing – I mean, the course is absurd, right? They have a sand oh, it's pit awesome. in it, it's so a cool. mud pit, a beer tent, and they run over the hill the roof of a museum in Denmark. Folks, if you're looking for something to do on spring break, what are the dates, John? Does it match up with like spring break and stuff?
0: Well, I mean, it depends on your academic calendar, but it's March 30th uh, in Denmark, Aarhus, Denmark.
2: And so, they've also
1: got like races. Like, I mean, if you enter and get accepted in the lottery and you're fast enough, you can run in the the actual World Cross Country.
0: You think I, should try yeah, I think it? it's like sub 34 or sub 32 PR in the 10K or something yeah. like that. Should, you well, can, maybe, yeah, what you what can run we, against the best. So, so what I, could do do Kenyan, I can do it?
2: make the Kenyan team and we get him in there and he wins well, it. I want... Edward Cheswick, I want you to run this race. I will pay you $5,000 if you're in shape. (laughs) Oh my gosh, that's genius. We should enter him. We've said this. I was
1: thinking like, who can we make an And I'm like, well, somebody who's not entered won't make it. Oh my gosh, they should let him run.
0: This actually, no, this is, I give credit to Robert. He suggested this a few weeks ago, and I told him it was one of the best ideas I've ever heard. That, Edward Cheser, the man without a country running okay. World XC. That, we'll and I didn't even
2: come up here. with that by, by taking the Floyd's product. If I'd had the Floyd's product, imagine how even more creative idea would have been.
1: That is genius. And, but even if you're not a sub-32 guy, they have like, you know, uh, I don't know what there are. There's like relays you can do beforehand. There's like shorter races. There's a lot of stuff you can do. Um, maybe I need to start training.
2: I kind of like going to these trips on my, by myself. I went to China by myself. No other let's run person. Then I, I, I feel like a real journalist. I'm only the only one. I get the scoops. So
1: it's the first time the words real journalist and Robert Johnson have
2: ever been It's not true. Folks, I'm in the process of proving to you that the marathon, and where was it, John? Abu, how do you say it? Abu Dhabi? Abu Dhabi. Abu Dhabi. is short. I've, I, moan, I was watching that race at 1 a.m. I immediately knew it was short. And I will prove that before the year is out. The world-class country is gonna be great. It is gonna be great. And uh, I wish we could get um I really think it let's wrong when we should have an event. So we raise money, like you buy stuff on Amazon or we sell our own products or something. And we raise like a hundred grand every year and we have an event. But like one event, I'd be like, okay, I'm gonna give fifty grand to an American if they get in the top five. But then we have also races, like we have a time trial, like you know, American record five thousand attempt in the year at Stanford or something. I wouldn't do it at Stanford, they get everything. We can do it in upstate New York, in Ithaca, New York, home of the Cornell Big Red. I'm with the Kip
1: Kano Mile. Yes. The only race Let's Run.com has ever helped to put on. All right, let's keep going. we got to get to the Let's Run.com uh, user voice messages. Those are coming okay, up. I, I came up with a question.
2: Then, I only have 12 more minutes. Before My question for the group is, whose return are you most excited for this year? And whose return will be most successful? David Rudisha? and Amaz Ayana.
1: Okay, that's easy. Um, I don't know what Rudisha's up to. Like, Did he even race last year at all? No. So I'm not even convinced he's returning. Um, Amaz Ayana will be the most successful. I would actually be more excited if Rudisha came back and did some great things. But I could see, I don't know, I just feel like the 800's harder once you fall off the cliff. I'm not sure you come back.
0: I, I agree with Weldon. I think Ayana, Ayana... I mean, she basically did this after the Olympics in 2016. She, I don't think she raced at all. She raced like the Diamond League final and then didn't race again until uh, the World Championship final. And she comes out and just paced the entire field in London. So would not be surprised if she did the same thing uh, in Doha. I, I assume she'll run some track races before that, though. Radisha... I sort of echo my your thoughts. I know maybe I know this is a distance-oriented podcast, but I'm really excited to see what Wade Van Niekart can do in 2019. Especially, he's facing Michael Norman, who's really a rising star in the 400. Those two, I think we could see. Hopefully, they race before Worlds. But even you know, if we get to Worlds, I think they could produce something truly special.
2: Well. We've also yes. that he, it it had, is a great year of the comebacks. We've got Vanneeker, Vay- potentially Rudisha. Folks, Rudisha, shout out to David, folks. What is today? Today's a special day for David. This is his 30-30 day. He's 30 years old and 30 days old. So he's not that old. I mean, Nick Simmons ran his PR at age 29 in the Olympics. So
0: so are you telling me is going to be running 140 this year? <laughs> Sorry. No, but no.
2: again, you want to solidify your – Holy shit, folks. An update. The live update that's going to be on this tape podcast. I see the raccoon that has been the feature of a let podcast that has cost me $375 to catch and no one has caught him. He's running up my back stairs. The arrogance.
1: Wow. Well, taunting <laughs> you on
2: the podcast. Wow. We should do a different podcast. It's not legal to discharge. <laughs> Despite the murders here, I don't think it's legal to discharge a firearm in the city limits of Baltimore, so... He he lives on. He lives on folks. Um, Anyways, uh, uh, I don't know. I mean, it's weird if some guys like, do they fear losing? Could he come back and maybe he doesn't win, but it'd be great to see him try, you know, is he a Roger Federer just enjoys the sport so much that he comes back for 2020?
0: Well, I think I remember talking to his agent, Michelle Poting last year, um, at a meet and he was talking about, talking to about Rudisha and whether he'd be coming back and that sort of thing. And, You know, he's like, yeah, I'm not, you know, I tell you, sure, I think so. But, you know, when you, when you talk to him and you just say Tokyo 2020, his eyes light up, you know, that thing, I think to win three straight 800 meters in, you know, that's an incredibly tough event. I don't think anyone's ever done it in that event. It'll be very, very hard to match because it's a young man's game. And for Odisha to do that, I think that would be truly special. That's if he's going to be getting out there and running in 2019 and 2020. That is the only thing that's motivating him. He's got the world record. He's already the best of all time in the 800. But that third gold would really just, I mean, no one might ever touch that achievement.
2: Okay, John, here's your homework before between now and your next podcast that Walden's going to make you apparently do every week. Who, What people have won three Olympic golds in a row in any event?
0: Well, I know, I know Bolt's, that- Bolt's done it in 100 and 200.
2: He did it three straight Olympics?
0: Yeah, Carl Lewis did it in the long Carl- jump. He won four straight. Al Urta, the the discus.
2: Carl Lewis, Carl Lewis
0: Al Urta did it in the discus four years in a row. Uh, sorry, four Olympics in a row. Um, there aren't many. I mean, I don't think anyone's ever done it. No one's ever done it on the women's side. Um, men's side, you'd ha- I have it. You know, I go look those up. But off the top of my head, those are the guys I know of.
2: Okay, I have a few more questions. I don't know if anyone else has any questions. I'm just throwing them out there because I have to leave soon. So, will Shailene Flanagan race in 2019, or is she done?
0: She's going to race. She's. I mean, she's. I think if she was done, she would have. She's training with the Balmain women right now. I think she was a little banged up earlier this year, but she's getting back to training with them. Like to me, I don't. I know that she's sort of taking going to be taking on a coaching role with that group, but. I don't yeah, think she would I heard still be working out if she didn't have an action. Her,
2: it seems to me that the one event she, one thing she hasn't done is win Boston. Right. So, why isn't she in the Boston race? Is she that I, banged up?
0: I was the I month? think, yeah. If she wasn't, it's probably when the field came out, she wasn't ready to commit to it with her health the way it was. I think maybe if she can get back to running around now and put in a solid, you know, two and a half months of build up or something like that, she might be a late addition, like, you know, a few weeks before the but race.
2: But, woman. I would take the huge payday and just. Go to the motions. That's a joke, folks. But it is admirable Roll. she just didn't sign up because you know obviously she down. Well, well you don't Desi get account. you
0: don't get the full appearance fee if you don't run make it to the start line. I mean, some contracts, you don't get any of it. So you know, and, I don't think yeah, it's John.
2: My other yeah. question, Molly Huddle last year set the American record in Houston. What is she doing now? Why is she going back? Do we know her plans? Is she running a marathon? She's not in the Boston field. I haven't heard anything. Have you?
0: No. Um I don't really know. I would have to talk to Ray Tracy about that because I'm not sure.
2: Folks, if you know, send us an email. We appreciate it. No more, any more
1: questions, Robert?
2: I'm all out of ideas.
1: All right. We should do the Let's let'srun.com. Well, first, this isn't the thread. I'm looking at the top threads. We're going to have some much run.com, user audio, and maybe a thread of the week. I was looking at the threads, some of the top threads. And this is one thing that I don't think that came up, but in the context of American marathoners, there's one coach, a Japanese high school coach, Hayashi Morozumi. This is in our week that was on the website. I came Robert up
2: with this, folks. folks Robert amazed. this was a great stat. The genius. One the doors, high school
1: coach. Me. He has coached three guys who currently are under 210 two in the marathon. Suguru Osako, 205.50. Yuki Sato, two hundred eight fifty eight, And Akinobu Murasawa, 209.47. One coach. And he's got another, another guy who's running 28 minutes. So watch that guy go sub 210. So yeah, one high school 13, coach in America 21. has has more guys than all of America under sub-210 two, two, two right now. I mean, we have three who are still running, but Abby's he's almost my age. I mean, I beat Abby in a race. That's all you need to know. It's pretty crazy. Um, so are you guys ready for some com user audio?
2: No, I wanted to hear the top threads from last week, folks.
1: Okay, top threads from last week. It was a tight battle. This isn't a full week. This is just sort of like a rolling, looking at the top week. Um, and this, this sort of was a late edition. Wait, are these the like, most popular, like most clicked on? And these are just most clicked on. Yeah. It's shocking. Strap them, in, folks. Two, two of them have <laughs> wait, a similar, similar um Wait,
2: wait. I, I, I see theme. the list now in the Google Doc. I see the list, folks. And as you listen to this list that Walden's could present to you, I'm going to make a confession. I started one of these threads under a fake name and I'm not going to say which one. And I've now admitted to posting under a fake name on my own message board. But oftentimes when we're together in the house, not oftentimes, but I remember we were at the last Olympic trials and we're together. We're all going to bed. We rented a house and we're working till like two or three in the morning. And I went to bed, I hit submit on my return on the computer enter and went to bed, closed the computer and had a big smile on my face. And I said, I promise you when I wake up tomorrow morning, this thread will be super hot. I know what the audience loves. And one of these threads was started by me. So just, just guess which one folks I'm not going to confess, but just one of these four was started by me. The number
1: one thread of the last week, Matt Damon lost 60 pounds by running 13 miles a day and eating chicken breast for every meal. Cannot believe that's number one. That thread was started like, you know, I think yesterday or something. So that's pretty amazing that it's number one. The other one, somewhat related, chubby Rupp back to aqua jogging. I don't know. There's a lot about people's appearances of these top four. Um, number three, serious question: Does Centro switching to BTC mean that Alberto Salazar, Galen Rupp, and the Nope, in, excuse me, and the NOP might actually be clean? And the fourth, Fred, why do Shalane and Dina look so old? Question mark. Lovely. So yeah, the last one, but three of the top four about people's appearances. And at the fourth thread, I thought about, you know, removing it at the time, but people talk about people's appearances, right? It's like, and I think Shalene and Dino look great. And if you read this through the thread, people are like, Oh, it's just photos of people running. They shouldn't worry. Like, you know, when you're actually running, you look more tired, whatever. People are talking about Rupp's appearance, you know, whether he's put on weight. It, it, there's some pretty f- funny posts in that one. Um, You know, people act like he's a walrus swimming in a pond. I'm like, it's Galen Rupp. He doesn't even look big to me. So, you know, people are are evaluating everything through sort of like this super professional runner's viewpoint. Sure. Just in general, sort of the fourth one, discussing women's looks is a little bit problematic for me, but... I think a better way to handle some of these things is just remove the really offensive posts. So keep reporting them to us people. We do moderate these things. If we, we call rough fat,
2: but we can't talk it, about how a woman looks. And actually if you read the
1: thread, people are like, that's how runners look. Like they don't look that old. They look great. Some of the people and some people disagree. And like, I don't know, this is, I'm, I'm fine having, letting people have that discussion, even though I definitely don't agree with what a lot of people are saying. So Robert Johnson started one of those threads. Interesting. One of our co-founders, a troll. But, you know, so we've asked people to submit some audio, and people are pretty clever. We got some audio from Texas Runner Girl. We got um, fake versions of Kassar Semenya, Mike Rossi, Ryan Hall. Um, Robert, we have some audio from you doing some hardcore journalism at the 2012 Olympic trials with Mark Block. I'm going to, I'm making Sorry, the decision. Someone
2: submitted it. Someone tape it. Yes.
1: Yeah. People like went and found like stuff on YouTube and submitted it. I don't even, I didn't even know this existed. So I'm going to make a decision. The Mike Rossi thing is great. I'm ending the podcast with that. So would you guys rather hear fake caster Semenya? Actually, I'm not letting you hear that one. That one was stupid. I think it's mean. Um, all right. What do you want to hear? So so I want to hear
0: Robert doing journalism.
1: Regular advice from Texas runner, Robert Johnson, journalism, fake Ryan Hall. Okay, Robert Johnson Journalism. Let's see here. Someone just titled Mark Block. And in case you don't know, Mark Block was the agent. Let me think about this. He was an agent to some of the top runners in the world, and his wife was banned for drugs. And he had been been shown to have been being doping her. So he got a 10-year ban from doping. And then he was still working with athletes like, Jason Richardson, and um, oh my gosh, who am I blanking on, John? Carmelita Carmelita
0: Jeter, I Carmelita
1: Jeter, my good friend. So Carmelita and I had a little showdown at the Olympic press conference. Not a showdown, but I made her very angry. I wish I had that audio, but you're not allowed to record audio at the Olympics. So Mark Block was found to be coaching. Some people tipped us off. We took some photos of it, published it. He was in the Nike uh, VIP box, the John Capriotti box, the Olympic trials. So we did an article on it. Here is the... Mark Block audio that someone submitted. Robert and John have never heard this. Here it is. Do you think
2: you should be at a meet like this if you have a 10-year ban from the IAAF? Robert Johnson with
1: Westfront.com. Do you have anything to say about being at this meet? <laughs> <I love> you. <laughs> Are you happy, Carmelita, made the team? <laughs> Robert Johnson, still throwing questions at him.
2: All right, ladies and gentlemen. Well, it's not yeah. doing a good job. I, but, I was running, I was falling behind him. You yeah, you're running behind happened.
1: him. You want me yeah. to set it up? Is your video to this still going? Nice. But i you guys yeah. got it. I applaud you, Robert. Sort of GMZ journalism. Guts do it. So there's that. So the Mike Rossi will be last.
2: We have fake Ryan Hall and Texas Runner Girl.
0: That's oh, yeah,
1: it. fake Ryan Hall and Texas Runner. Let's do Texas Runner first. She's got some just general advice. Sincere suggestion
2: from Texas Runner
1: girl.
0: Hey, it's Track Chick here. Can you hear me?
1: <laughs> Oops, wrong, wrong one. We had another girl who just wished hey, us ha- who just had happy ho- wished us happy holidays. All right, here's Texas Runner.
2: He sounds uh, British, John. We him? had
1: we had some British people. That there right proves that the audience is not all male. Here's Texas Runner.
0: Let's run. This is Stephanie Ross, AKA Texas runner
2: girl. I'm not having a beer. <laughs> um, my suggestion to use the voice recorder would be to do a podcast with let's run posters, debating um, a certain, you know, popular topic going on on the message boards. Maybe, maybe, you know, pick, a, pick one of the threads from you know, what's hot on let's run and have, you know, either two people or four people or what have you with opposing views. i um, just going to, you know, talk and, Chime in about their their opinions or you know to, to debate um, in a more of like a, a voice environment than just the message board. I um, think it'd be kind of interesting and you know to give some personality behind.
1: It sounded like Texas runner got you know executed at the end of that, but she's still there. She's still posting. Not sure what happened at the end. I mean, that that was on her audio recording. I think that's actually a good idea. It's sort a great of, idea. It's, it's almost as my, good
2: as my almost as good as my Edward treasure idea.
1: If we had like a 10 minute, you know, we could have people call in, sort of debate some topic or bring them on.
2: So if you got any ideas for the message, you can always call 1-844-LET'S-RUN. That's 844-538-7786. Leave a message on our voice line as well.
1: Yeah. Or there's a thread on the message boards if you want to leave us audio. You can leave three minutes of audio, I believe, pretty easily. Or if you want to be on this let'srun.com debate and have a topic to debate, email us as well. So Texas Runner, thank you for that idea. Then we have.
2: Fake Ryan Hall.
1: Fake Ryan Hall. This was a bit, you know. Let's see here. Try to be clever. It was better than the Fake Casters Dominion, so we'll give it a play. Fake Ryan Hall. Hey guys, this is Ryan Hall. God called me this morning and he told me, uh, Ryan, 2019 is the year that you're making your comeback. And so uh, I I made a New Year's resolution uh, a day or two late, but, you know, that doesn't matter. I decided that 2019 is going to be the year that I re-solidify, re-solidify my place as uh, the greatest USA distance runner in USA history. You know, I still got my pacemaker, Billy. Tomorrow morning, he's going to set the bike at 455 pace and we're going to go from there. Uh, just see how long I can hang on. And we'll probably keep doing that workout for, you know, every day uh, for the rest of the year up until the Boston Marathon, and then we're gonna go out hard, and we're gonna try and set a course record, and just really, uh, just really have a good race, and and, and uh, just really uh, re solidify our, our position, me and God, as the greatest uh, duo in the, in the history of distance running
2: between a uh, C- coach, God, and and me, Ryan Hall, the athlete.
1: Decent attempt,
2: I feel, I, feel like. I, I love and that. And breaking news, Ryan Hall comeback. comeback. Well, I thought that was amazing. I mean, folks, if you're not familiar, Walden I are from Dallas. We listened to 1310 The Ticket. It's the number one sports radio station in the country, I believe. Maybe maybe number two behind WFAN. But it is amazing. They have fake Jerry Jones call in every Monday. And that Ryan Hall was good. It sounded like Ryan. It was pretty funny. It kind of talked about his training. Uh, I, uh, very, very well done. Very well done. Ho- hopefully we can hear from some punch him the the guy's
1: religion, but it's him. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good.
2: Any comments on
1: those? Are, are we ready to wrap up? If we're ready to wrap up, as I said.
2: We're done. I, I was supposed to be out of here six minutes ago. I have to be somewhere. But I wanted to hear the fake Mike Rossi. So I've stayed okay. to the very end myself. Mike Rossi. It's just Google Mike Rossi. Let's run.com, folks.
1: Here it is. Actually, two people submitted fake Mike Rossi. This is kind of crazy. Or at least it said, pretended to be Mike Rossi as their name. But this one is, this one ends it just in advance. This is going to be the end of the podcast. So thanks for joining us. As we said, we hope to start doing this weekly. If you got any ideas, email us. Jonathan, Robert, thank you, guys. I guess you can say some stuff right after Mike Rossi if you want. But here he is, the fake Mike
2: Rossi. Weldon Johnson? Man, fuck Weldon Johnson. Robert Johnson? Holy crap, fuck Robert Johnson. Melmo the racist mod? Fuck you, Malmo, for deleting all those posts, you racist. Steve Soprano? I don't even know what Steve Soprano does, but fuck that guy too. Jonathan Galt. The only guy with a journalism degree at Let's Run. Fuck Jonathan Galt. Fuck everyone at Let's Run. All of you guys. Fuck you. I'm just kidding. Thanks for the website, guys.
1: Well, there it is. Actually guys should we bleep those out or do you think pe- the audience wants to hear it as it was?
0: I think our audience can handle it. Well, then
2: I was going to say bleep it out as a father. Wow. It could be young Fatherhood. children, teenagers, high schoolers. Don't use that. that has changed. Change. Robert Johnson.
1: All right. For Robert Johnson and by Jonathan the way, Gall-
2: I, 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 I'm going to call up one of my ex runners at Cornell. I'm convinced that's him. It sounds just like him for a mm. mile champion. Is that you, Oliver? Is that you?
1: Wow. Calling out Oliver. Oliver.
2: Is that you? Oliver T.
1: We don't have to give away its last name. I don't think it's him. Never would have thought that. But for Robert Johnson and Jonathan Galt, this is Weldon Johnson signing off. Thanks, everybody.